a spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. So they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody is looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries. That's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Tell me, tell me.
What's up, bro? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Man, welcome to Wednesday Night Live House Party! Building Kingdom! Gatekeeper is unveiled! Oh, man, I'm rocking out. How you feeling, Buffalo? Oh, man, I'm doing good, buddy. I'm good. doing good. Ready to do it. Ready to do it. Then let's do it. Let's do it. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Boys. We the boys. Ah. We the boys. Holla, holla. We the boys. We the boys. Holla. We the boys. With your one and only, your boy Blue. I hope in God instead of what you gotta do. I'ma show another way. I'ma be their motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'ma be their motivation. I'ma be their motivation. Let them talk. Let them talk. I'ma be their motivation. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm excited. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you for tuning in to live Wednesday night house party here on the 21.8 Amplitude Network 21.8 TV over my shoulder right here on YouTube and Facebook. We we're having a little bit of technical difficulties earlier, but we are live right now, audio and video on YouTube. So are, are, are we on YouTube? We're, we're, we're live right now, baby. Oh, there you go, man. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to us <laughs> on our networks. 
You are more LV Digital Broadcasting. Thank you for tuning in Wednesday, whether it be day, night, or evening time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're tuning in on a Friday or Monday on our encore presentation, thank you again for tuning in. Take your time to listen to us, jab our lips. And if you're tuning in to us on our encore, which is going to be when you go to the website, you push play on Spotify or whatever devices we're on, thank you for taking your time to play us. That takes a button push and for you to actually want to hear us. So thank you so much because all ears are good ears. You know, I get more amazed at you every week there, how you say that, how you go through that whole thing there. It's like you haven't memorized. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know memorized. It ain't memorized per se. It's just, uh, you, you know, I, I know what I want to say. You know how to flow. You know how to go ahead and, uh, and, and you know how to go ahead and let the words just flow out of you there. Me, Absolutely. I, me it's a different story. Yeah. All right. Well, that's why you're no flow. That's why I'm no flow, because I, <laughs> I got no flow. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. No. No All kidding. Right. Okay, so before we go any further, I definitely want to let you know that we're live on YouTube and Facebook, visually on our TV network, you can see on the bottom of the screen, it says House Party Live Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Call us, 833-586-6218, extension number zero. Okay, the phone lines will be open throughout the entire night, day, or evening, no matter where you may be. You're Always welcome to give us a call to talk about topics that we're talking about or have an opinion about something that may that may or not be related to what we're talking about. Either way, call and let us know. On the right side of the screen, you will say support this station, plant a seed. You can scan that in your QR code on your, on your camera and you can put whatever amount God has put on your heart. There is no good, bad, or indifferent on that. We just appreciate the fact that you're willing to do so. Absolutely. And I tell you what, you know what, give us a call and uh, let's have a conversation there because, yes, yes. because you know, if you're tired of hearing us bumping our gums, then, then, then <laughs> call and get, and let's go ahead and get some, some flavor in the conversation. So, because we got yes! a lot. Yes. Yes! Absolutely. Thank you, Daniel Bryan. Yes, I appreciate yes. that. Yes, we want you to call. We want you to we want to conversate. If you're listening to us, don't feel shy. Well, I'm gonna go over here right here. This little button right here, and it says now it says studio lines are open. If you cannot get a hold of us through our 800 number, which is extremely rare, you, there's a 702 local number there as well. You can call us that way. We do have two lines going into the studio. We want to jabber our jaws with you. We want to agree or disagree with you. We want healthy conversation because dialogue is important. Absolutely, and umolv.com, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. Okay, you, want, you want to know a fascinating fact? Do, do what? <laughs> you, want, you want to know a fascinating fact? Uh, all right, yeah. Okay, so our number is 833-586-6218, right? Yes. Okay, so you take the 833 out. You have what? Is it seven letters, right? 586-6218. Seven letters, right? Yeah. Or numbers, okay? Numbers. Right? I When I built UMO number, the five is a K. Or the, the K, the uh, eight is a U, the six is an M, the six is an O, and twenty-one eight. K U M O twenty-eight. That's what that's what it spells out. Oh wow! Okay. Fun fact. Oh okay. So if you if you get confused by any way, shape, or form, just say A three three K U M O twenty-one eight. A three three K U M O twenty-one eight. Dude, it's the last three <laughs> on the number thing. Yeah, see what I'm gonna tell you? I said I have no flow. All right, so Woo! so eight three three K U M O twenty one eight. Yeah, there you go. You're, I was a little bit better. I don't have your killing me smalls on, but you're killing me smalls. You don't. Oh, you you don't have the old board. The well, the new board, which is now the old board, because you know you're back to the old board now, which is actually the new board now. Exactly. Well, I just I know where everything's here. 
Gosh. Uh, you want to, uh, speaking of, it, of facts. Wow. I'm going to give you an amazing fact over here. What's that? Did you know I didn't find this out till last night? Last night. I was yesterday old when I found this out. Yesterday old. Okay. What do you, Did what you know that strawberries are not berries? No kidding. <laughs> did you know that strawberries are not berries? And did you know that a banana oh. is considered a berry? Like tomato is a fruit. Yes, tomato is a fruit. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Not the wrong kind of fruit. <laughs> we have been brain trained the entire world wrong. We've been brain trained. I'm telling you. We do not know our fruits and vegetables. Like, we don't know our left from our right. We don't know hot and cold. We don't know how to say please and thank you anymore. We don't know how to say yes and no anymore. You know, banana is a berry. A strawberry. I, I didn't know the banana was a berry. And I didn't know that strawberry wasn't. strawberries were not berries. Yeah. Did you, did you know that? Yeah, well, learn something new, new every day, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm smarter than I... Fun, fun facts of the day. Remember I, that, okay? Remember, when you when you get uh, when you get uh, vegetables, tomato is a fruit, okay? Just like a cucumber, it's a fruit. Tomato is a fruit. Uh, I, now, I knew that part. And a cucumber is a fruit, too. <laughs> I didn't know that part. <laughs> do, you, do you know the definition between a fruit and a, and a, and a vegetable? What's the, different, what's the definition of it? Do you know that? <laughs> No, I, I really don't. Over I, 50 I don't. years of life, you don't know the difference between a fruit and a vegetable? Has it changed my life at all? No. It will be when you eat it. <laughs> Look, I, I, you know what? Okay, okay. Uh, okay, all right. So what is, the, what, is the def, what is the definition? Okay, the definition of a fruit is seeds inside. <laughs> I'm not mean that way. No sparkle farts. <laughs> <laughs> why did you immediately think that I was thinking that? Because I look at your face and I can tell. It isn't lemon face today. You got, you, you got too much sugar in your Kool-Aid. Oh, gosh. Thank you, I, Henry, for that one. I, I'm, I'm going oh, I'm to try to uh, behave myself today, or maybe I shouldn't. Okay. I'm going to use that for all, all show today. You have too much sugar in your Kool-Aid. I got too much sugar in my Kool-Aid? <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. So, so, so what? So, a fruit is seeds inside. Okay. Okay. And a okay. vegetable is a root that's in the ground. Oh. Okay. Have well, you, have you ever seen a seed in a in a vegetable? No. Lettuce. Nope. Cucumber. Nope. Well, there's cucumber seeds. No, no not cucumber. I mean, uh, you got lettuce. Well, and, and you got uh, spinach. No, no seeds in spinach. Okay, you also got uh, corn on the cob. Got it. No corn on the co no seeds for corn on the cob. You can keep on going the list, and then grows grows out of the grounds of fruit. All right, so potato, fruits, potato, fruits have seeds inside, and vegetables are roots. If anyone out there already knew that, and the H-O-5-O-S-T boys are just figuring it out, please call us and, and, and give us the wow, guys. You guys are really slow. <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, oh, yeah, and if Henry, you're listening, I know you're probably listening. Thank you. He's the one that gave me too much sugar in your Kool-Aid. Thank you, Henry. All right. <laughs> okay. Love it. Okay, before we go any further, because we already have a quarter of the way through the show, or first half. Proclaim. All right. So, listen. Here's here's what's what's here's what I'm gonna say about proclaiming today. You know, there was a time where where Peter, the apostle Peter, uh, was asked by Jesus, and he said, Jesus said, "Who do you say that I am?" 
And Peter said, well, some say that you're the Messiah. Some say that you're John the Baptist. Some say that you're this. And some say that you're that. And you know what? Jesus just got down to the nitty gritty. And he just said to Peter personally, he said, I understand what everybody else says about me. But what do you say about me? Mm. Yes. All right. Yes. And here's what Peter said. He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm. And he said, Peter, you got it right because, and because of this, all right, because of this, this, on this revelation, my church will be built. And it's upon this rock that you will stand on, all right? And heaven, there's, it, this has been revealed to you there by my Father in heaven. And he says, you're going to, he says, upon this rock, my church will stand. So, what does that mean to us today? That means this, that it doesn't matter what anybody else says about the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what your pastor says about it. Doesn't matter what your friends say or what anybody else says. What matters to you is that this is the most important thing. Jesus says, who am I to you? Who am I to you? And that's where it matters the most because what matters the most in this life here is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Not the relationship that you're going to have through your pastor or your best friends or your wife through G for, uh, to, uh, to Jesus. Mm -hmm. What is going to matter the most is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Because when you stand before God on that day, it's not going to matter anything else sir he's not gonna look and say well look let's see what, what did your wife what kind of relationship did your wife have with me mm -hmm. what kind of relationship did your best friends have with me mm -hmm. he's gonna look and say what kind of relationship did you have with me now so what it ultimately get down gets down to is that what do you say about jesus christ i say that jesus is yeah. lord Lord. He is the Son of God, mm -hmm. and it's upon that revelation of who He is that I build my life, that I stand upon there, because it's going to be that revelation that's going to save me and keep me when times get tough, when things get rough, and when everything goes haywire. I must stand upon the rock of Jesus Christ, who is the Son of the living God, who is uh, and I'm going to build my life upon that revelation, living for him daily bit, because that is the rock that's going to stand the test of time. And I will not, I will tell you this right now, not only the test of earthly time, but of eternal time. Because he is Lord of all, 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 all from the beginning, from the, he's Lord of the past, he's Lord of the present, he's Lord of the future, and he's Lord of eternity. So, we are going to declare right now that Jesus is Lord. And we're going to build our lives upon that standard, upon that rock, and we're going to go ahead and make our, make our living on that revelation that Jesus has given us through his Father to us so that we can reveal it to the world. I love the passion. Love the passion, brother. And that's that's what it's all about. Think about this for a moment there. 
throughout our whole entire life, in the end, all right, mm-hmm. the words that Jesus spoke to those people mm-hmm. on that day of judgment there, he said, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Yep. The most terrifying words that you could ever hear from the Lord is this. I never knew you. That means that there was not a relationship there. You may have had religion there. You may have had a set of rules of do's and don'ts there, but there was no relationship there. The Lord wants to know us. He wants to know us in an intimate way. He wants to know us uh, through... He wants to know us in, in uh, the depths of our hearts and everything about us and he wants to have that relationship with us there that goes beyond just a friendly hi how you doing but an intimate relationship there where we were in him we live move and have our being those three things we live move and have our being and when we are in him in that matter we have a relationship with him that's where God wants to get us. That's where God, that's the purpose of God is to get us to that point there. So that is, you look like you're, <laughs> you're just waiting to say, you're waiting to say something. Oh, no, brother. You, you, you do your thing. You, you, you do your thing, boo-boo. So that's the whole, that is, that is in a nutshell there. Now, out of those things, out of that relationship that we have with him, that's where everything flows from him. That's where you become the most effective. That's when you become the most that's when you become the most dangerous and in why, a good manner. And why is that? Because if everything that we do, if we live, move, and have our being in him, that means that we are controlled by the Spirit of God, led by the Spirit of God. What is the Spirit of God? On all things. So what is the Spirit of God? The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Oh, there you go. Where is it at? Let me see. See, we, we, the problem with humanity is we do not know how to dialogue. Okay, people don't know how to dialogue correctly. I don't mean saying the proper words all the time. I mean the collection of words. Okay, unfortunately, when you, when you get down to God and theology and belief and religion and all that other good stuff, I'm being sarcastic. Um, people don't know how to explain themselves, how they feel. And, you know, I like, I want to walk the walk that God wants me to walk. I want to go in the promise. I want this stuff to happen. But they have absolutely no idea how to present it how to explain it, how to explain to you, okay? If I have an issue, how do I go to you? How do I talk to you? How do I confide in you? And you're like, well, easy, talk to me. It's not that easy, okay? There's a thousand billion people out here. I'm being very exaggerated, okay? A lot of people out here who want to be free who want to get out of the clutches of religion, clutches of, of nonsense that the church has taught and filled our heads with. But they don't know how to because every time they turn around, someone's judging them. 
someone's telling them that they're doing something wrong. The only reason why we know it's wrong is because God told us it's wrong. Because we don't know right from wrong if we lift our left foot and the right foot together. We have no idea. No idea. Makes sense? Makes sense. Because... Okay. okay. People, so, go ahead. People haven't learned, okay? People haven't learned to have... To under... How would I say it? We've got to... Uh, Pastor Jose Bovina, my pastor from my father's house church, says this. He says that the mission that he got from the Lord, the commandment that he got from the Lord was, teach my people to be taught by me. In other words, teach. God wanted him to teach God's people how to be taught by God. And how do you do that? You teach them to learn, to, to, to have to have a personal relationship with him. Okay, and how do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah. You gotta be in his word. Okay, but is that the only thing you need to do? You gotta be in his word and you gotta be attentive to what he's saying and his voice, to what he's saying. Okay, now how do you teach someone how to tune into his voice? It comes through his word. Okay, okay, we're missing a lot here. Okay, let me, let me, let me bring this up mm-hmm. to speed, okay? How do you teach someone to listen to God's word? Well, one, you pray with them for an, an opening in their spirit to be able to listen to God. How do you explain that? Well, most people call it a conscience. Okay? Inner voice. Uh, common sense. Whatever you want to call it. There's something in there that gives you the right from wrong. We're downloaded with this, kind of like a computer. We're downloaded with that godliness inside us. So you tell someone, you know, what you need to do is tap into your to your conscience, tap into your God, in, inner God, because you have it already. I don't have to, we don't, we don't have to search for it. It's already there. You just got to ignite it. You got to push the program and push play. Okay. So find that inner God. We'll pray that God kind of what fills you with a passion to want to hear him. Right. Okay. So you're praying with that person. Okay. God, please reveal, open up and show that person that you're real. That your that your voice is there. That person will naturally, because we're in the image of God and we're in the downloading of God, will naturally hear that. But they don't know what they're hearing until someone actually correctly disciples them into hearing it. That's the word, word, voice of God right there. Tap into that. Pray on that. Now, when you do, now you need to download the Holy Spirit. Because that's going to give you the intuition you're going to need to be able to read the word because the word by itself is not enough. Food without water is going to kick your mouth up and you're going to, you're going to get sick. You need to have that fluid, that water to wash it all down, right? You need the Holy Spirit to be able to help you digest that word. Because if you sure. don't, you're going to get clogged. Because the Spirit of God gives the understanding to the word. Exactly. So it ain't so, the word alone. The word alone is not going to help you. And, and that is and that is correct there, where you need the Spirit of God to go ahead and interpret okay. the word to you. Do you, do you. Are you following me on this? I'm whole? following you on it, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you tell someone, this is what you need to do. These are the steps in, in order for them to correctly and spiritually tune into their inner God to be able to hear that God voice. The reading the word by itself is not going to do it. And I challenge any pastor, any leader of a church to tell me that's wrong. That is not wrong. That is the truth of the gospel. You need to be able to get the Holy Spirit tapped in to get the word of God correctly. Because the word of God itself is not going to guide you where you need to go. 
And you are, and you are, uh, you are correct in that there because we do need the Holy Spirit there to go ahead and interpret things the the to us there and show us the word. Okay, so like for yes. us, like for us, okay. And I'm not, I don't mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, Cam. Uh, no, you're. Oh, 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 you did it! You did it! I, oh my goodness! You man. just threw me out of the witness protection program. By the way, what do you not call DJ No Flow? Cam. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why I, that happened, I, but I'm going to say that to happened. I'm just going to tell you right now, okay? First of all, uh, I want to get back on the subject of what we're talking about here. But we got to, that reminds me there, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, last week, we had the most phenomenal show, the most successful show that we've ever had in the history of the house party. You are absolutely correct. And yes, you, I'm, thank you for bringing that up because I'm so busy behind this board here. I didn't say it. <laughs> 100% we had the best show in our broadcasting house party history. Thank you, Loke Saint. And the reason why you bought, you reminded me of that, first of all, yes, thank you, Loke Saint. If you're listening, God bless you, brother, okay? The reason why when you mentioned my name there, I thought I, I, I had to remind myself that we haven't been Hillaryed yet, okay? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> We talked about her, okay, last uh, last week, and again, oh, we have to clarify there, oh, and it, yeah, it's, not, it's not going to happen in, in Jesus' name, it won't, yeah, so it's just a joke there, but yeah. I just have to remind everybody that we are not suicidal, okay? Yeah, not that way. Uh, yes. Get that out of your okay. head. Yes, so. Okay, so. Uh, all right, there you go. Okay, so, you, so thank you, Luke, Saint, <laughs> for a great show. Um, you know, last show we did tap on a lot of controversial topics. It was called, it was called uh, Friday Night Fever um, for the Friday Night portion, and we had um, um, our show, which was pretty tough, talking about Sound of Freedom. Can you hear me now? Um, it was a very controversial show. A lot of controversial topics. Um, we're not going to go deep, dig deep into that anymore. We've already crossed that bridge and there's other things that we're not going to be talking about today because we have other things to worry about today, like our baseline. What is our baseline today? No flow. Can you give me the baseline? Let me give you a, you, do you know what the baseline even is? As soon as you put it up on the screen, I will. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you right now, man. That's okay. This is called. This is the uh, ad. This is impromptu. This is live. This live is what right it's all about, man. Live with me. Tell you that right now. So, all right. So, so our baseline today is part of the series Kingdom Building Gatekeepers Unveiled. It's part of that whole series. Um, part two today. Um, Want to let you know, we're we're kingdom building here. We are a part of the kingdom. We're not the kingdom. We are a part of the kingdom. We're just a vessel of the kingdom, a stream in the river, a hope in the desert. We are, and that is exactly what we are, okay? And today, tonight, this evening, this afternoon, whatever the case is, we are talking about way of righteousness or righteous, way of righteous, okay? Where does that come from, NoFlow? The way of the righteous? Well, what scripture does that come from? Is it the one that you have up on here? I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No floor, you get but, this. Whatever. All right, whatever. It's like right on the screen. You can't help but see it. Well, it was a trick question. I'm sitting there going, I'm getting ready to go ahead and tell you it's Psalms 1-6 there. Oh, what well, did I say? 
I then I said you have to get booed. I, I then I said, you know what? This is probably a trick question. Now oh, this guy. Okay, so what scripture is? All right, so it's Psalms one six. Okay, so because I am an amplified man, amplified. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me. That reminds me. Lord Jesus, who's in the house? <laughs> oh man, I. You know. You know what? I. You really. Uh, you you've got to have that recording somewhere. It's in there. I just got to dig for you it. You got to have it somewhere. It's in my files. I got because dig for it. I have never laughed that loud in my life before. Well, hard that life before. In my I life promise before. before the end of the year, I'll have that recording, and I'll be able to play it on the air so you can hear you laugh like you never laughed before. You know, every dog in the neighborhood howled along with you there. Okay. So backstory on that whole thing before we go into the baseline is that we were doing some drops in here. Me. No flow and our former uh, third host, co-host Tony the homie, we we're all in here recording some drops for the station, and uh, we're just giggling, having a good time recording. And I happened just to come out with, "Who's in the house?" And yeah. man, it was it was so random that we all started busting up in here. <laughs> we just laughing. It was crazy. I just remember looking at you, going, "What, what? was that? What? What?" Or <laughs> like Simon Cowell would say, what was that? Okay. I don't know if that was actually accurate, but okay. Well, anyways. Uh, yeah, so I, I just remembered, uh, but it, you've got to you, you've pull that up and you got to listen to, you got to play it, okay? Because it was just absolutely insanely uh, hysterical. Okay. It was hysterical. I liked it. I got it. It's amongst my many files on my computer. So when I have the time to dig through them, I'll dig through them and try to find it. When I find it, then I'll, I'll cut it and we'll be able to play it. But Psalms 1 6 out of the Amplified. Um, no flow. You you gonna say, you gonna read this or am I gonna read it? I'll read it. Okay, read it. Go even ahead. Even though I'm even though I'm downgrading myself by reading it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, right. dialogue, huh? Yeah, you you could talk all day on the phone, but God forbid you write something that has more than a couple letters in it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know you should get a whatever button. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, whatever, whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what you can get. You can get a. You can get a really non-caring uh, whatever, all right, like that. Or even worse, you can get a valley girl like whatever. Oh, okay. whatever. Yeah, like seriously, like whatever. All right, so here goes. You gotta be kidding me. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do right there, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, man. We gotta read this thing eventually. All right. <laughs> okay. So, for the Lord knows and fully approves the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. Man, that's pretty direct. I mean, he really can't get more easier than that. He fully approves and knows the ways of the righteous. Now, let's make this very clear. When he says the righteous, he doesn't mean that you're better than Jesus or you're a parallel to him. It means that your decisions in life and the way you think are on a righteous level. Okay? There's no way to be Jesus. You can't do that. Not going to do it. It's not possible. But you can definitely try to emulate him the best you can. So the way of the righteous is one who chooses to do what God has told him to do in any circumstance. Okay, that's why you don't worry, stress, or get all kinds of crazy. Because the Lord's supposed to be there to help you out through all that. And if you listen and you obey and you trust him, you may find yourself on a better level. So, Lord knows and approves the ways of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. Well, there you go. 
So the bottom line is, is that make sure you're walking with Jesus there, because if Best not, your can. life is going to be a pretty much a living hell. Yeah, okay? pretty much. Okay, there you go. There's your it, it, who's the news. It's Shakespearean stuff. The what, the what, the what? The who's, the who's, the he's, the ha's, the who's, whatever. Go ahead. There's, there's, I put that up for you, okay? Jeez. <laughs> I don't even want to go to there, but I'm... But the Lord knoweth. Knoweth? What does knoweth mean? He knows. The ETH is unnecessary. Like a silent word. <laughs> oh, okay. So for the Lord knows. There you go. See how hard, yeah. how hard is that? Shakespeare. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, whatever. I keep on picking on you. <laughs> All right. So for the Lord knows the. <laughs> I got you it. Stop it. Stop it. All right. Here it goes. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I got so, it. All right. What do you not call knoweth? Nose. Nose. And I and I don't mean nose on your face. Dun, 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 dun. Dude, we have done two Jeopardies today. We're on a roll. We're even. Even Steven? Even Steven. And watch. Watch. Right. So this reminds me of a time where now, this is what we're talking about here. We're talking about having a relationship with Jesus and being so close to him. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice mm -hmm. and another they will not follow. Yeah. Now, let me give you an example of this. If Boy Blue calls me, did you know that Boy Blue doesn't need to say, hey, this is Boy Blue? And I don't need to go, hey, who is this? Why? Because... I talk with Boy Blue. I spend time with him. I listen to him. I know his mannerisms. I know his thoughts. I know what he believes. I know what he thinks. And I know how he, uh, how, how he approaches things. So, what's that? Oh, that's me calling you today and not getting an answer. Do you have a <laughs> do you have a disconnect uh, sound? Because if you do, that's me just ignoring you. Today, I did this, and guess what I got? Guess what I got? What'd you get? I know what you got, but you tell you you you. you this is what I got. Play it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me demonstrate what was actually taking place. Oh, now you're going, going to explain it. And here it was. Do it. What? Hit the button. Which one? Hit the hit the hit the the, the, the phone button. Okay. Let me get let me get to now, it. Now wait before you do that. Actually, before you do that, this can only be demonstrated on on YouTube. The people on the radio cannot see this. Okay. Right. right. It's on YouTube. Right. All right. So, but I'll explain it afterwards. Okay. Go ahead. Ready. <laughs> That's him looking at my phone call. <laughs> That's him looking at my phone call saying, reject. <laughs> like he didn't know I was calling him. Ignore. <laughs> it's exactly what he does to me, God. I'm telling you. You think, you think that's a joke? That's actually reality. 
uh, in all truthfulness, it was I was at work and I and I couldn't answer excuses, the phone. Excuses, excuses. Okay. So, but that doesn't explain for the hundred other times you called me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm telling you, this guy uh, man, he purposely uh, he purposely like ignores me. Uh, okay. All right. So back to what we were doing. What were you saying? Okay. All right. Okay. So, all right. Now how does how does this tie into? Um, building kingdom gatekeepers and belt. How does this tie in? This ties in because the righteous are the ones who are building the kingdom. That God fully approves of the way of the righteous. You're building kingdom. You're doing things unselfishly. You're 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 going into your calling. You're you're using and you're utilizing your talents that God has given you, whatever whatever it may be. Right. That's building kingdom. The other part of building kingdom is selflessness. So there's nothing wrong with being happy with yourself. There's nothing wrong with being a sense of, of I don't want to say pride so much, but a sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Okay? Because you're a human and you've chosen to do what God has told you to do. So you're, there's accomplishment in that. However, there is a problem with selfishness. There is a problem with, I did that. Me, I accomplished this. I worked hard and I did it all by myself. Problem with that, because God gave you the health. God gave you the open doors. God gave you the talent. You think it's you? Huh? Watch God take one of those elements away. Take away your health. Take away your, your abilities. Take away your time. What if you weren't even here to do it? What if you passed away in the process? Mm -hmm. He takes away any of those elements of you being who you are. You're going to be hurting for certain. Okay? Get away from the selfishness. I does not matter. There's only one I am. And he said it. He lived 33 years to accomplish it. There's only one I am. Everybody else is uh, underneath. You're just, you're just passing through. Tapping in. Tapping. That's what it is. So... That's what this is about. The way of a righteous approves the righteous is kingdom building. So how, how about the other side? Okay, let's flip it. Let's not talk about evildoers. Let's talk about not the not the common evildoers. No, the ones that we are so used to seeing with the pitchforks and pointy horns and the ones that are on stage gyrating like like knuckleheads and the druggies and drug dealers and all the people who we knowingly happen to see they're doing evil. That's obvious. Well, should be obvious. The ones, how about the ones that are not so obvious? How about the ones that claim to be saintly? How about the ones who walk around in a building keeping others from doing God's work? Let's talk about those ones. Let's talk about the ones who are doing evil and you don't even know it because you're so caught up in the, the aviance and the caviar, you don't see the truth behind the suit tie and the, and the offering plate. How about that one? Let's, let's re unveil those ones. The ones who are computers, who don't have any human contact. The ones who think everything is strictly by the word of God and no Holy Spirit. Let's talk about the ones that you go to to talk to about how to flourish your talent and they hold you back because they don't want you to flourish under their control. Let's talk about those people. Okay? I got a whole list of them. Laundry lists. Churches. Who have all been a, been a part of this nonsense. You should let people flourish. 
You want people to join certain ministries that you have inside the church, certain ministries. And this goes for all churches. It's not just one, it's all churches. And and they join and then you you suffocate them and you strangle their, their, their gift because it's out of your comfort zone. You can't control it. There's a church that I that I used to know who you had you couldn't play live music. You had they had to, you had to play it off of off of a CD or off a tape because they had to have control of the music. They had, they had to be able to push stop when they wanted to stop it. But they didn't like it. I was a part of a group back then, many years ago in the 90s. I was the rapper. We had a singer, rapper, a drummer, and a guitar player. And we were rocking out. We go youth night. We rock out for the kids. We were just going. I was rapping and singing, guitar playing. And he was playing the synthesizer. It was a nice little band we had. That was a 96-ish. Okay? Mm -hmm. And we had it all tuned up. We practiced every single youth night. We practiced. We were, we were pretty sharp. We went to the church. Says, hey, you know, I think we're pretty good. I think this is something we can share with the church. They says, well, you know, is it is it recorded? Um, nope. It's all live instruments. Nope. Can't do it. Why not? Because it has to be recorded so we can have control of it. No live instruments. Although they had live instruments for their praise and worship. We couldn't have it for our praise offering, so to speak. Oh, yeah, by the way. Christianese praise offering. No, it's just a it's, it's just an it's just a, a, a opportunity to do music praise offering. <laughs> but point is, is that that was a suffocation of talent, of blessing. Who knows what would happen if we got up there, did our song, and the church would have rocked out to us? Who knows? It my life would have went a whole different way. Okay, and there's plenty of examples of that all over my 25 years of ministry. Okay. We don't take time to look at that because we're so caught up in the routine of, of church, this, that, this, that. We don't look at the outside perimeter of those who have the talents that want to want to be a part and they don't do it because one, they feel they're going to get judged because of the music they listen to. I know that very, very, very well. Oh, the music you listen to isn't golly, so we can't work with you because that might not be something the church is, needs to be exposed to. Don't you think God will clean that up and show away and do all that? Might. Never know. We don't want anybody too happy. God forbid, you know, everybody gets all Holy Ghost out in the church and we start having revival and everything. God, we can't control that. You know, you get what I'm saying? You, you, you know, I understand. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that the church chooses to gatekeep certain people from being all they can be in God because of their structure. So let me now, now, and I and I understand where you're coming from on that. But let me ask. But let me go ahead and just point this as a. Let me go ahead and give a different perspective on this. Okay. All right. So each place, each person, and that also goes for each church. Each church is in a different area in their walk with the Lord. Now, let me just. Uh, mention this to you and I'm not going to mention any church there because it uh, because number one the church that I was going to there when I first got saved was a, a wonderful church but it here's what happened all right and I'll just explain this here when I got saved all right gave my heart to the Lord for about the first 
six months or so, there was no church that I was going to. I was going to Bible study on Wednesday nights with uh, Pastor Jose, and this was way back in the day. We're talking about back in the 80s, okay? Uh, so, and, but then I had started to go to a church on a regular Sunday morning. Now, this church was a wonderful church. Loved the Lord. They had the word. They were given the word. But it only took me to a certain place. It took me to a certain uh, uh, realm in the walk, in my walk with the Lord. Here's what happened now. All right, and I want just listen to this. There's a reason why I'm saying this. When all of a sudden one day I decided that I wanted to go to church with Pastor Jose, where he was uh, he was now the uh, the youth pastor over at a church called Echoes of Faith. And here's what happened. I wanted to go with him, and it was a divinely appointed time for this to happen. I was, I was, I had been saved for two years, and then all of a sudden I walked into this little church called Echoes of Faith, and the power of God was there. And it rocked me to my core, and I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if I feel this way every time I come to this church here, this is going to be my home church from now on. Now, here's what happened. I left that old church there that I was at that had been wonderful, and it caused me to grow into a certain spot in the Lord, but I needed echoes of faith to take me into a higher realm. Now, when my time with echoes of faith came up, I then moved into the next measure of growth with the Lord for another ministry there. Now, here's what I'm saying with all of this. Maybe the church that you were at at that time wasn't at that level there to where they were ready to receive that. Now, that's not to criticize them for where they were at, but maybe that at that point they were not at that level. Or better yet, maybe it was because you were not designed to be where they were. So we can look at it one way or the other, regardless of whether it doesn't make it right or wrong what they did. It doesn't make it right or wrong what they, what, how, they, how, how they did it there, but maybe that's where they were at at that point. Now, thankfully, God gives us grace to grow in that area there. So we can't go ahead and say that church there was absolutely completely off the wall. Let me explain. It doesn't justify what they did. But at the same point, you can't go ahead and kill the tares with the wheat. You've got to let, you cannot go ahead and kill the tares because if you don't do it at a certain time, you could hurt the wheat. There were there, now at the old church that I was at, were there people that were getting saved? Absolutely. I will tell you, I could, I would give you the name of the church. Uh, it's a part of what happened with the Jesus revolution. Now, okay, here's my here's my point here, and I, I want to I don't want to elongate it any any longer. Boy, that's a big word, elongated. Okay, <laughs> what I'm saying is is that that church was at that point there, and yes, did it was it something was it a church that God used? God used that church in a great and mighty way. He did. Now, for me, as I grew, I grew past that. What are you doing? 
What is that? What are you doing? Nothing. No, oh, is you, uh, you were putting the... Uh, you've got a lighted up letter here that you're putting on the front there, okay? Hey, you do the same thing with the M&M and the... Yeah, hold on, hold on. Wait, here goes. All right, there you go. I forgot about my M&M guy. All right. See? Here you go. All right. So he's... There he is. Okay. See, there you go. All See? Right. That's what you do. All right. So, all right. Get so back. Huh? You want this too? <laughs> no. Well, you know what? Here. I figured you want that eventually. Here. Okay. Here you go. There you go. Now we're really rocking That's and rolling. B for the blue. So, my point is this, is that that church may not have been at the level where you were at to do what they were doing, but at the same time, we got to be careful there. We can't throw them out with the, they, we can't go ahead and cut, remove the, try to remove the tears and in the, and, and in the process there, damage the wheat. Because, I think, you see what I'm saying? I think, I think, I, I understand what you're saying and I, I don't disagree with you. However, I think we're. I think the point of re unveiling this isn't just one particular church. This goes for churches across the world, if not nation. Who, if you know, you know how to deal with it better. Okay, I know what churches I've been to that this happens with. So I know how to deal with it. I know how to get past it. Okay, right. I'm talking about, you, you have to understand church hurt. This is a very serious issue with people's church hurt. People like, go oh, get over it. It doesn't exist. Yes, it, it does exist. It's a cancer in the church. Church hurt's a cancer in the church, just like witchcraft is. The reason I say that is because if no one knows how to contend with it, you're going to have a lot of people out there lost. And they're going to wonder why they're lost. And they're going to confess to you, hey, guess what? This, this, and this, and this. And because you may or may not have been through that, you're going to be like, well, why are you crying or something like that? They're not theologically in, tune, theologically in tune enough to understand that type of philosophy. Look, I didn't. The Holy Spirit revealed everything I know. It wasn't like I studied the Bible cover to cover every single day to understand this stuff. I didn't go to a Bible seminar. I didn't go to theology class for months and months and months to get a degree on top of my wall that says, Boy Blue, Theology 101. I don't have that on my wall. This, this is not that. This is not titles. This is, there's people out there hurting because someone was a knucklehead and decided True. not to give that person the proper way in the Lord, and that person wasn't prepared for that type of rejection. Because it is rejection. That, that's true. That is okay. true. So unveiling it is saying, person, you're doing the, if you're out there and you're gatekeeping a church from growth, from people doing things that God has told them to do, that's an evil. That is an evil do. I don't care how godly you are. It's an evil do. You're not doing God's work by keeping someone down when they have something to give to the Lord because of your personal convictions or your personal religion. Okay, you're not helping the matter. That's not godly. Okay, so, oh, we don't want to use the evil word because we're in church and God forbid you call someone who's a godly man evil. Well, that's what evil do. Just because you have the pile of pastor doesn't mean you're completely saintly. You're a human being too. You do sin still. Although you're a pastor, you still sin. Okay, if you're holding someone down, if you are stopping the progression of someone in the in the way of the Lord 
by their blessings, by their creativity, by their talents, and you're holding them down because you don't think they should do anything, shame on you. You're a gatekeeper. And I would agree with you there about the about the part about saying shame on you there. The only thing that, that concerns me, and this is where, <clears throat> and again, I agree with everything that you said. There has been, there's been great amount of hurt. Um, just something that pops to my mind right now mm -hmm. is a, is a story there. And it, it's, I have to share this. Mm -hmm. The guy's name was Jeff Fenholt. Have you ever heard of Jeff Fenholt? I have no idea. Oh, he's with the Lord now. Okay. But I knew him. All right. I knew him personally. Jeff Fenholt, when he was 14 years old. All right. And there's a whole reason why I'm going into this because it, 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 it covers what you were mentioning. I right? thought we're not mentioning mentioning names. It's okay to mention this guy's name. Okay, we got a no flow. Okay. <laughs> we got all right. You can you can go ahead and you can Google Jeff Van Holt. All right. Listen, here's what happened. All right. Jeff Van Holt was 14 years old, and this was way back in the 60s. Oh, boy. and he Jeez. was at a meeting. He was at a at a church meeting there, mm -hmm. and the pastor gave the call to for people to come up and give their life to jesus christ jeff van holt got up and walked up to the stage there to give his life to jesus christ and the pastor told him you're not ready sit down <laughs> the reason why he said he was not ready now listen first of all number one oh okay, my goodness gracious all right how dare somebody say that they're not ready to receive Jesus Christ? No How kidding. dare they? No okay? kidding. That, let me go ahead and just say that now. <laughs> Here's the thing, all right? That's Jeff Van Holt didn't give his life to Jesus Christ. He walked away from that church there, and he fell into a life of drugs and alcohol. And in the 60s, he became, uh, have you ever heard of the, uh, you ever heard of the Broadway show called Hair? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Back in the '60s, there there was a Broadway show called Hair that just shook the that just unleashed an ungodly, demonic uh, realm of perversion upon the United States. There, no and that was called the show called Hair. He was the lead in that show. Now, here's what happened. I can relate to that. He also got into heavy metal. Rock and roll, heavy metal. He got into it. But let me give you, let me tell you what happened with him. Mm -hmm. He ran into a man that was working on his house. And he was a, Jeff was a millionaire at this time. So he had been a millionaire. He had become, he had become successful on Broadway. Andrew Lloyd Webber's hair and all of that. And he was also, by the way, the, he was Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. The show Jesus Christ Superstar back in the 60s. What happened was he ran into a man who loved God, who was working on his house, and he that man came up to him and he was an Italian man. So I gotta do this in Italian accent. You ready? Oh, Here it goes. Lord, here he goes. You play the part of Jesus Christ. But I'm going to introduce you to the real Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you know that that man, Jeff Van Hall, ran into the power of God and, he and the power of God knocked him out? He got up off that floor, born again, spirit-filled, loving Jesus Christ, and 
Let me explain this to you here. Let's go deeper. You take a look at the cover of Time Magazine, which said talked about the Jesus Revolution. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Who do you think was included in that article, article there? Jeff Fenholt. And he became, I remembered, when I saw him in 1988, I remembered having an encounter with God that just shook the world with me, with him. And him and I became friends. Now, what am I pointing out here? Jeff Fenholt was rejected. Jeff Fenholt went that way. He went that way there, and it didn't need to happen. And this is why I am so stuck on this point. And I'm going to make this clear here. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't care how you get saved. I don't care. I'll go to any lengths to see you get saved. I'll sit on an airplane with you and talk to you about Jesus. I'll sit there. I'll go over to your house and talk to you about Jesus. I will go where you are, where you're at at that moment there, at any time, any moment, any place, anywhere, to talk to you about Jesus. I will not put a wall upon me that says I can't do this I won't do it my my theory on this here and it's let make it plain and clear here how would I say this there's a there's a military term that says kill them all and let God sort them out my my theory on that is get them all Get all the fish you can, grab all the fish you can, and do it any way possible that you can there. And you let God do the cleaning out. You let God do the sorting out. You let God separate. You let God say this person was genuine, that person was genuine, this person over here was genuine. I don't want to ever hear anybody tell me and say to me that you didn't tell me about Jesus there because you put a wall that said that you can't talk to me about Jesus. Gatekeepers. And put a record there. I don't want anybody in hell to ever say that I didn't talk to them about Jesus there because I had some sort of preconceived notion that I couldn't talk to them about the Lord. Gatekeepers. I, you, you, you get what I'm saying? I know I'm. Oh, I know what you're saying. That's why I keep on saying that because there are too many people out there who who strangle the salvation because of their religious convictions. Stop it. And you know what? Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> I want people to understand this. That it is our job to save souls. It's our job to reach people for Christ. It's our job to reach and get into where they're at, where, they're been, where they've been, where they're going, and rescue them from hell. This ain't a joke, man. This is not a this is not a part-time job here that we're doing. This is not what it is. Listen, I my goal is souls, 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 and souls and souls and souls. My goal is not theology, my goal is not doctrine, my goal is not this, my goal is not that. Let that all be sorted out later on. I don't care. Did you come to Christ through being through a Baptist church? that doesn't believe in the speaking of tongues yes great you got saved now you got into the door good let's do this let's go did you get saved at a methodist church there where they have and now why do you think they're called methodist because they have methods so did you get saved at a methodist church yes i did great 
Awesome. You're in the race. Let's go. Let's do it. Did you get saved at a church that may not believe in certain things or allow certain things? Great. You got in. That's all that matters now. It now you got to go from there. Do you 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 understand what I'm what I'm saying? What I'm getting at? It don't matter the method that they come through. It don't matter the door that they come through. As long as that door that they come through leads to salvation through Jesus Christ. And let God take care of the rest after that. So thank God. And thank God I didn't stay where I was at the church that I was there. Thank God I didn't. Thank, But man, it was a stepping stone. And it caused me to go to the next level. So... Help me here. <laughs> no, I'm glad you do your thing, man. You're on fire, bro. You know, I, I, it, the thing is, is that, you know, everything that NoFlow is saying is absolutely correct. You get in the door, you can build. The seed is planted. The problem is, is that there are a lot of people who are talented, who have a lot to give to the Lord. The Lord wants to utilize your gifts and all that good stuff. But once you get in, then people want to start telling you what to do. Start directing you. Start controlling it start doing all these other things and it becomes more of a problem than a passion okay let me explain something to you when you go to do things for the church it's not a job right you're doing a servant's heart okay yes there is a hierarchy of a church i believe in structure of church i believe in pastors and associate pastors and all that stuff i believe in all that yes i do the, the lord has that for a purpose to help according to level and direction and so forth but do not let that become a religion because now you're taking the people who are not religious who are looking for an answer who are looking for a problem solver and you're giving them a bigger problem because the house of the lord is supposed to be the house of the lord not the house of the heathen and i don't mean heathen by streaming heathen by religion I'm flipping this game completely around. I'm, I'm letting the church know. We, you are on mass. We are unveiling the gatekeepers. You guys have got to stop telling people what to do and let the Lord do his job. The Holy Spirit will do what he does. Another thing out there, and I'm, I'm going to do like my wife does. I'm going to call you out. I'm just going to call you out for what you are. If you use scripture to convict someone that doesn't need it, stop it. The word of God is not a weapon against sinners. The word of God is a conviction to correction through Holy Spirit to the sinner. Amen. And it got nothing to do with you. Amen. Stop saying, oh, I got the Bible and I use ammunition to shoot things. Stop it. That's a that's a complete horrible way of putting it. Amen. We, we are supposed to give love. Oh, well, I know that person's doing this and doing that. Well, you better take that, that plank out of yours before I take the speck out of mine. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay, you're kicking people out of the church because they don't fit your little world. Okay, it's not your world to begin with. You didn't save anybody. Jesus did. You didn't give anyone grace. The Holy Spirit did. He put you in a position because he could. He thought he could trust you to guide his sheep, not to convict and religionize everybody. Unveiling the gatekeepers, no flow. That's what we're doing. We're unveiling them. You are a heresy if you think that what you're doing by killing people's passions, by convicting them through your own works, and by being Mr. I'm going to just 
Give money because I expect a hundred back. God owes you nothing. What if your money goes to helping the youth, youth department? You don't get that hundredfold. You get to see God bless the youth. Get out of your religion. Stop it. People is what it's all about. Stop with the religion. Oh my good, give me started. We have got I, I have gotta take a break. <laughs> Why? We were, what? Is it time to take a break already? We're already past the hour, bro. Listen, you know we don't take breaks anymore. You know that, right? <laughs> you already know why. You know why. Hey, I like this. You see it? Yeah, the beat. All right, guys. I love the back. We'll be back shortly for the second half. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back for the second half. We're going to go over the rest of the word and some notes. Remember, building kingdom. Gatekeepers unveiled. Get back to the finish. 
I'm finna spin moving through the city. I got the light shining, come get it. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. I feel the spirit moving through the city. I see the people trying to bring them with me. We got a light, tell them come and get it. Yeah. Kids of a life, I'm saying. Lately, I ain't been on no island. Baby, I ain't know where to find me. Crazy, I was on a guy's timing. They hate me, but I'm still going down. Now we slide it, mouth full of 
What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Once again, we're back. Back like we left something. Man, Wednesday life, Wednesday night house party live here with you. With a day, night, or evening, no matter where you may be. Thank you for tuning in to us. No flow. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I'm ready. Where's our intros? <laughs> you know I want to get that. Yeah. Yeah. OST boys. We the boys. We the boys. We making noise. Holla. The five OST boys. Holla. We the boys. We making noise. Holla. We making noise. Holla. Holla. We making noise. 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 We making noise. Your boy blue. Red I'm a show another way. Oh, fresh. I'm a be their motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'm gonna be their motivation. I'm gonna be their motivation. Hey, let them let them hate. Yeah, I'm fresh. I'm gonna be their motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'm be their Gloves on, cause we go to the box in real life. Rising up, straight to the top. What'd you do? Got the gloves, got the glory. That's right. With the distance now, we're not going to stop. Man with his will to the what survive. To survive, a will to survive. That's right. It's what? The tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? The eye of the tiger. You got it? You got it? Oh my goodness! Let's get it. You need the eye of the tiger to get through life. You gotta go get it. It ain't gonna come to you. You're in the mix with the DJ Blue. Why'd you ruin that? Why'd you ruin that? It was a perfect segue. <laughs> I feel in the morning. What's that do? <laughs> really? I just, it, it felt good. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to Wednesday Light House Party. Obviously, we are in Building Kingdom. Gatekeepers Unveiled. You know, part two of it, man. Thank you for tuning in to us live here on the 21.8 Amplitude Network and 21.8 TV live on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you so much. Waving to you. Thank you for tuning in, watching us wonderful guys flap our gums tonight. If you're tuning in to us Friday or Monday on our encore, thank you so much for tuning in. That means you took some time out. Tune in at seven o'clock p.m. at nighttime. Which if you can't get us Wednesday, you got us on Friday and Monday, which is no excuse. You should be able to do so. Thank you for letting us speak to you through radio. And if you're 
you're too. What is that? You're gonna need some water after all that, okay? I'm just like I'm gonna put it right there, okay? There you go. After all that you've been that you just said. If you tune into us via Encore, which means you went to the website umolv.com, you went to our link Wednesday Night House Party, and you listen to us via Spotify or SoundCloud or MixCloud or whatever service you're listening to us by. Thank you. That means you took your time out to push the button to hear our gums flap. Thank you so much, because all ears are good ears. You need to wait. You, you gotta, you gotta wet your whistle there. <laughs> You're using my words against me. I love it, dog. I know I got what I got water right here. See, camera. I got my own water. See, there you go. See. Anyway, <laughs> please give us a call eight three three five eight six six two one eight. If you go to umlv.com, it's all over the website. If you go onto our YouTube, which is right now 21.8 TV, on the bottom of the screen, it says House Party Live, 7 p.m., which we started, 8335-6218 plus extension zero. You will get us live. And you know what? I really want this phone to light up, so I want perspectives on this. This is not a two-man team. This is a world team. Yeah, so let's hear it. Let's let's absolutely hear it. Okay. You know who we have not really given a shout out for a while now? Hmm. We haven't given a shout out to the Rodriguez family. The Rodriguez family. Yeah. Yes. Now we mentioned Henry earlier. Over here, there go. We mentioned we we mentioned Henry earlier there, but gotta yes. give a shout out to. Okay. So we're so we're gonna do. Okay. Let me let me go to it real quick. Because I know what he's trying to do, and I'm gonna try to do exactly what he's trying to do. What what? Who's trying to do? Me? Okay, so the Rodriguez family, that means Lillian, Henry, and family, all the kids. Much love to you guys. Tuning in, listening to us, your faithful listeners. Um, you know, there's some good future stuff headed with them. You know, they're, awesome. just, they're just awesome people. Um, they're a family of an example. Okay, they're a family that if you get to talk to them, if you go to the church, my father's house church, and you get to speak to them, meet them. They're a young family. They have a lot of vibrancy. They have a lot of Holy Spirit. You know, um, you can't find a mean bone in their body. You know, um, I talk to Henry quite often. We, we we fellowship quite often. Brother, I love you. You're, you're a man of God. You're an inspiration. You've inspired me in so many ways. I can't even count them. Um, your wife, another one, just a very vibrant person. Um, you seen it when we were at the firework booth. I mean, she just got up there and started speaking right in the camera. She knows how to how to do some stuff like that. So you know, they're, they're the people that you would want to see you lead youth. You know, they know the music, they understand it, they know what kids are going to listen to. Those are the kind of people. They're not ancient of days. They're not skeletons in the in the closet. They're not people who think that only the '60s matter. They're people who understand 2023. They understand what these kids are listening to. If you don't tap into what they have to offer, you're missing out. That's a gatekeeper. You're missing out. I'm telling you right now. I've seen a lot of youth groups, a lot of youth leaders. They are the ones that should be doing some good stuff. And, you know, what they do is already great, but they have so much more potential. And I want to see that potential grow. So whatever we can do at UMO here, 21.8 Amplitude, whatever we can do to help them, I'm absolutely for it. Help them grow, help them move, help them help them help them prosper in the Lord. Okay. So Rodriguez family, much love to you. Thank you so much. Miss Melanie, wherever you're at out there, Miss Melanie. I have we haven't heard from you in a coon's age. Miss uh, oh, that's that that's a 60s uh, that that that's like a 40 statement there. Uh, yes, we haven't heard you heard from you in a long time, Miss Melanie. Miss, 
please, if you are out there, give us a call. Give us a status report on you, how you're doing, whether you yeah. moved, whether you have what job you may have. I know you love the you have a gift of gab, so definitely give us a call and let us know. Miss um, Melanie, we're going to issue a missing persons report for you yeah, there. We don't hear from you. We're going to put you on a mail okay. alert. Okay. Also, Troy boy, we love you, Troy. Troy boy, we love you. Jesus hugs all over the place, man. I really hope you're doing well. I haven't heard from you in a little while. The station hasn't heard from you. Um, don't be shy. Give us a call. Let us know how you're doing. Give us a progress report on things going with you because you walk with the Lord, so I'd love to hear what your walk's been like. Amen. Um, okay, and then um, I want to give a shout-out to my, my my boy, Art Bonner. He's, uh, he's you know, he's an old friend of mine. Wise man, thank you so much for always, you know, uh, conversing with me online. Love you, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, who else do we have? I want to give a shout out to James Allen if he's listening. James, yes, Mr. James. We love you, brother. Man, would love to hear you get on here and speak your perspective, man. Last couple of shows previously, you got on here and you gave us a wonderful uh, direction and wonderful perspective on things. So you're always welcome to give us a call and let us know how you're doing, what God's put on your heart or what you've been reading. You're always welcome to call, James. We love you. We, uh, you know, we're, don't, the lines are open for you. Um, who else? Okay, uh, another one. Who, my my wife, my wife, Lucille. Gotta give my love, my wife, my love. Absolutely, Lucille, love you. Lucille, Thank you're you the best. She's the back. She, she is what you call the best supporter of UMO. She she she's monitoring the station when we're live. She has her own show on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. called One Hour of Lucille, where she really breaks things th stuff down. She has her her podcast show, Precious Faith, weekends at 1 p.m. Um, she's all over the place on the station. Um, she does give me direction on some music. Um, her show, One Hour of Lucille on Tuesdays, is phenomenal. She has, she has some really good points she brings up. She's starting to get things a little more organized, so she's going to have some good stuff coming up. Um, so much love to you, babe. Thank you so much for being support. You are here for UMO. Okay. Do you, do you realize? Do you realize there that without any use, uh, without any seal, there would be no D boy. Yeah, no kidding. There would be no boy blue. Yeah, you, you are not lying there. You never lie about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am who I am because I got the support that I have. So absolutely. Never will there be a day where I'll turn my face and say, nope, no, this is not a one man show. This is a supported show, supported station for that matter. Okay. So that's good stuff there. Anyone else I'm missing? My mom, even though she's not listening to me. Uh, uh, your mom, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My mom is watching. She's probably what? What? Is, okay. It's yeah. It's Wednesday night, so she's probably watching one of the Chicago shows. Chicago okay. Man, Chicago. I, okay. You know my wife's name. What is your mom's name? My mom's name is Lynn. Lynn. That's, is it spelled L-Y-N-N? Yes. That's my mom's middle name. Easy wow. to remember. That's crazy. I didn't know that. All these are new. I never knew your mom's name. Yeah. I've known you for over 20 years and never knew your mom's name. What is it? What is it? Is, is it is this like FBI clearance name? <laughs> no, this is one of the names I can mention on the air. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I'm still waiting for your social media. Uh, well, you, you'll get it. Uh, let's see here. Two years from never. Okay. <laughs> you scurred? Are you scurred? This guy, I'm telling you, man. Let's just say that I am very... Let's put it to you this way. I'm very politically conservative, and I speak my mind on things. 
And you're so, looking at me like I can't handle your type of language. I get worried that you can't handle my language. I start to do with the language. Well, well I don't is. use I don't use foul language. It doesn't have to be foul. I I'm very blunt in my uh, my approach on some I'd politics. Probably, I'd probably be very I'd probably laugh at half the stuff you put up there. You would. So what's the problem? <laughs> This guy, I'm telling you, <laughs> this guy. Well, I will tell you one thing. I will. I'll. If I was to give it to you, it it wouldn't be on the air. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. I'm just calling you out. <laughs> yeah, just, you see, when when I do the social media promotion, uh-huh. I always have to hashtag no flow because I don't got to handle. It. So I have to like, okay, well, I'll put them on Instagram. I'll put them on Facebook, but you know that part right there. Because obviously Twitter is like our live broadcaster uh, social media. It's so much easier. You know what? It's I, I I will tell you one thing. Okay. Yeah. It is so much fun being incognito when you're on Twitter. Because I will tell you one thing. I am. Listen. Let's make this clear. <laughs> I love it. Here we I go. am a troll. All right. What I do. Are you a stinker? What I do is I go ahead and I drop all the bombs, the truth bombs on the liberals out there, and then they get all haywire over everything that I say there, and then I go ahead and I tell them, I just remind them that that's my morning coffee is to get you (laughs) riled up, okay? Now you know the truth. All right? And then... I go about my day, all right? That is funny. That is so <laughs> Everybody funny. else is all, you know, their so, their world is turned upside down. So basically, I'll say it because you won't say it. You pretty much just piss everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That loving face. Yep. <laughs> I get the rhinos upset. You know what the rhinos are, yes, right? I do. Yes, I yeah, do. Republicans are name only. Yeah, okay? yeah. I get the rhinos upset. Do you? Do you, do you do you really piss off the uh, the sparkle farts too? If you are in if you are in the line of fire, okay. When you I throw it. my comment out there, you get it, okay. You get it. Okay? <laughs> oh, you it. Get it. Now listen. But the bottom line is this, okay? <laughs> is, is that they are truth bombs. <laughs> I drop a truth bomb and I leave it there and I let the truth do its work. I'm telling you, it's right very here. simple. And if Even you get right upset here. about it, you get upset about it. Well, you know what? Well, why don't you bring a little of that of that loose lipness over here on this on this show? When have I ever told you you couldn't say something? You really want me? You. When have I ever told you you couldn't say something? I am being. I am. I, I am being. I am bearing. I, I am. I have. I am being filtered because I am filtering myself because my main focus on this show, believe it or not, is not politics. Well, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying right. is, is 40 years of 40 shows. I'm let I let you just speak your mind. I don't care if it's political or religious. You want a truth bomb? You want to go ahead and start? You want to go ahead and set this we, fire right we, now? We, we we got some stuff to get through at the end of the show. <laughs> I'll let you start some fires, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm gonna let, I'll, okay. I'll let you start fires later on. Cause I know uh, where it's gonna go. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. This okay. is. I'll, I'll I'll just leave it with this one point right here. One point. Go all ahead, right. Go ahead. Uh, Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes, and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Those are two things right there. Okay, there you go. Okay. Look, we didn't already know that. All right, so <laughs> I'll leave the other okay. part. 
I'll I'll, 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 I'll leave the other part of the other show. Okay, okay so right. okay, that, so here we go. All right, here goes. <laughs> so we're go, we're coming we're coming out of Psalms one six, okay, which is obviously way of way of righteous. Okay, this is the notes regarding this. Okay, so this is how it goes. The verse contrasts two ways: the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. Okay, which we already should know that. Neither way escapes God all-seeing eye, Hebrews 4.13. So regardless if you're wicked or you're righteous, either way, God's going to see you and how you how you apply what you're doing to yourself. The word way in this context represents lifestyle. So we're talking about how the way of life that you live, whether you live righteously or you live evil, however you do it, wicked, however you want to call it, that's how you live. The righteous pursue a lifestyle of meditating upon God's word and obeying it. Okay, which means that you read a verse or you do whatever the passion the guy tells you to do and you meditate on it. You let it sit in you, let it resonate in you. Okay, that doesn't mean four hours of prayer. That doesn't mean read the word, smack your head with the Bible thinking you're going to get it in your head faster. None of that nonsense is, is required. This is just getting the word, meditating on it, and letting God speak to you and obeying it. Okay, which is difficult for most people to do, but we try our best. Consequently, they produce spiritual fruit, which is Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Consequently, they produce spiritual fruit. Okay? With the consequences is that whether you want it or not, that produces a fruit, a spiritual fruit. When you meditate on the word. You may not you may not want that fruit. It may not be something you're looking for, but it's gonna happen because you're meditating on it and you're and you're and you're being a part of that word. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. The wicked pursue a lifestyle in which evil pa- evil passions control them. Okay. Now, I speak about passion all the time, but I don't speak about evil passion, but Christ's passion, Holy Spirit passion. This is evil passion. The problem with both of them is that they both are passions. Okay. If you have an evil passion, that means you meditate on it. You mm-hmm. you inspire right. to do these right. things. All types of evil. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. Okay. Uh, same thing. They control them. We're, we're Holy Spirit persuaded. We have a passion of, of, of being with the Lord. That, that's a control. We're controlled by the Holy Spirit. Consequently, they are spiritually unproducive and their lifestyle is worthless. Okay? If you ever know anyone who's wicked, who does wicked things, okay, that doesn't mean just the Ten Commandments. That means all kinds of wicked stuff. I mean, I mean I've, I've been a part of some wicked stuff, so I know what I'm talking about. It just it produces wicked fruit. It's, it's, it's unproductive for God, but productive for the devil. Um, lifestyle is worthless and adds nothing of value in God's sight in Psalms 1-4. Nothing you do wickedly is going to produce anything for God that's going to help the kingdom of God. It's going to produce mm-hmm. negative fruit, the right. worm and the apple, so to speak. Okay? It it, it it doesn't do anything for you. It, it hurts you more than helps you. God knows who is righteous and who is unrighteous. He rewards the righteous but punishes the wicked. He examines the heart so no hypocrite can fool him. Okay, he knows your heart, passion of your heart, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Jesus related the story of the tax collector and the Pharisee who prayed in the temple. Okay, you got a Pharisee and a tax collector both praying in the temple. The publican acknowledged his sin and asked for forgiveness. The Pharisee hypocritically boasted to God about his so-called good deeds, but he did not fool God. So he thinks he can fool God by saying, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I. And he, the God says, no, 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 no. I am the I am. Pretty much the Pharisee, that's what the Pharisee said, but the publican said, I acknowledge my sin and I ask for forgiveness. Jesus concluded that the only the tax collector returned home justified, brought into a right relationship with God because he humbled himself and he asked for forgiveness. That's in Luke 18 9 through 14. 
Psalms 1, 4 through 6 presents a striking contrast between wicked and blessed people. The blessed pe person leads a life or anchored in the word of God. Anchored. That doesn't mean you're like on the boat, jumping up and down all the time, all these hallelujahs. That means you're anchored. That means you can move around in the water, but you know where your anchor's at. Boom. Done deal. Word of God. Which is therefore spiritually productive in God's sight. Spiritually productive in God's sight. Remember that. The lives of the wicked are unproductive in God's sight. The lifestyle of the wicked is as unstable and valueless as chaff. Okay? Doesn't do anything. Completely worthless. No life. The destiny of the wicked is damnation. Okay? That's along the lines of blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. You keep on doing the wicked stuff. You keep on denying the Holy Spirit. You're going to find yourself in a very bad place. This contrast is reinforced by Jesus' words about the narrow way and the broad way. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. The narrow way leads to eternal life, but the broad way that many choose leads to eternal death. Revelation 21-15 discloses what is involved in this destruction. So you talk, you mentioned about the uh, the chaff there. Just to describe what chaff is. Mm -hmm. Alright, so here's what it is. Alright, there's a thing called the wheat and there's a thing called the chaff. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you separate the wheat from the chaff? This is how you do it. And this is honestly the truth here. All right. You take the wheat and the chaff and you throw it up in the air. Now what happens is the wheat, which is weightier than chaff and heavier than chaff, falls to the ground. But the chaff gets blown away by the wind. So what does that signify? When you choose to go ahead and walk righteously with with Jesus and walk righteously in His way and in, and in His and in His purpose and plans, there there is a weightiness to your life that comes in. Mm -hmm. There's a heaviness to your life that comes in. Mm -hmm. You carry substance. You carry value. You carry purpose. Yep. You carry uh, uh, a destination. And because of that, and because your decision there to walk righteously, to walk with Jesus. And to love him with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your soul, all right, that gives you a grounding, uh, that gives you an anchor there so that when the wind does blow, you got, you're not going to get blown by the wind. That's right. Because you have substance. You have that in your life. It's called the glory of God, That's the right. weightiness of God, the heaviness of God in your life. That's right. But if you're out there doing things that are wicked, if you're out there not living for the Lord, if you're not, if you're out there not seeking the Lord and 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 pursuing His will, when that wind comes, you will have no weightiness to your life. That's it'll right. be empty. It'll be vain. It'll be purposeless. True. You think about this for a minute. All right. Every year, we have what are called the Grammys. We have what are called the Emmys and the Tonys and whatever else. The Adams, uh, the yeah. Eggers, and all that. Yeah. All right. Now, oh, great. You won Grammy of the Year really, really well. Notice the term. Please notice the term. You won the Grammy of the Year, which means the next year, somebody's going to go ahead and take your place. You won an Oscar last year. Wonderful. You, were, you won Best Actor of the Year of the year yeah something just came to me right now now let, let, let me let me get through this point here okay first okay my point being is is that that's only going to be temporal all right next year somebody's going to take your place oh you won the super bowl great good what an accomplishment 
next year, somebody else is going to win it. But, so, that's, that's dust in the wind. That's, that's chaff in the wind there. It gets blown away at the end of the year, and you're done. However, when you choose to walk with God, have a name with God, have a, have a, have a, a, an identity with God, inheritance with God, you have a something in your life that is going to last for what? Just, a, just one year? No. For two years? No. What you are doing is you are building an eternal inheritance. I said eternal, eternal inheritance. And what you build on earth is what you're going to step into in heaven and uh, in eternity. You're going to walk with that in eternity. That is something that's going to last you forever. A person who chooses to honor and love God will be placed upon, will be put into eternity's record book forever. So, what does that mean there? The wheat you carry, if you are the wheat, you have, you're anchored, you are settled, you are steady, you are consistent, persistent, and you walk in that dominance. You want to live an ungodly life? When comes, you're going to get blown away. When you go through hard times, you're going to get blown away. It's going to end up destroying you. Don't do it. So, that's, so what was your, <laughs> what, what came to your mind? Um, oh, I caught you off the, got you off the spot. Uh, I was, Jesus, now I got to think about what I was going to say. No, I, it's funny to me because, man, I lost my thought. I was doing something else. Uh, I'll, <laughs> You got you. You were just you just I, going. I, I just was going. I was going. Right. <laughs> no, what I'm the, the point is is this. Okay, is that we need stability. We need stability in our faith. We need to be able to have a destination, a concrete destination. Of what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Problem is, is that a lot of us are looking in the wrong places. Okay, a lot of us don't have the freedom. A lot of us are just jumping from from here to there, trying to find something. And all you really need is the Holy Spirit. That's all you need. You need the Holy Spirit. You need someone to disciple you in that. Teach you how to how to go about doing that properly. Okay. Now there's not enough discipleship in this in this world, in this nation, in this city, in this block. Uh, a, a true discipleship that teaches you right from wrong in the Word. That you know. Yes, we have we have some 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 texts in the Word can be taken literal. Most of it is Spirit, Holy Spirit inspired. So, when we say, when we say way of righteous, when we say kingdom building, when we say gatekeepers unveiled, we're talking about pulling away from the religious aspects of Christianity that has polluted the faith and getting yourself into faith-based belief Jesus is the Savior Holy Spirit is your anchor God is your judger okay fear God love Jesus be guided by the Holy Spirit pretty much that's pretty much the the antidote to to this to this world controlled by Satan okay and unfortunately not enough people got that they grew up with their grandparents or whoever teaching them about the Lord and it was a religious thing. 
every Sunday go to church whether or not you like it or not. I'm going to force you to sit there and watch and listen and do all this stuff. Now, like you were saying, don't throw don't throw every church on, you know to that. And I'm not trying to throw churches under the bus. I'm trying to stop the nonsense. Okay, you learn from your mistakes. Been through a lot, seen a lot. Trying to tell the next generation, hey, you see this happening, push past it. Don't let that person or those people affect you negatively. Move forward. You're there to worship the Lord. If the Holy Spirit ain't there, you should be bouncing anyway. You shouldn't even be there. Okay? But too many people get caught up in the ambiance. They get caught up in the highs and the love yous and all that stuff. And they want so much from a church that may not be for you. But it looks nice. Big building. Lots of good stuff. And you so much want to be a part of that. But the problem is, is that maybe you're not for that. Maybe the smaller church, the more intimate church mm-hmm. is for you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we have to help those who are getting hit with this gatekeeper nonsense. Because we were gatekeeped. Okay. So I'm talking to everyone out there worldwide. You're listening to us here on the, on the house party. Building kingdom. We got to build kingdom. Use your talents and your gifts and what God has given you to build kingdom. To be a vessel for the kingdom. Not your kingdom, the Lord's kingdom. Be selfless. If God blesses you with finances, be, be happy about that. But don't be selfish. Use it like, like Brian Trejo says, when I, get a, you know, when I get an honorary check, I ask God, is this for your kingdom? Or this for me. God tells him what he needs to do. If it's for the kingdom, he'll give it back to the church or the organization that gave it to him. What do you want that for? I'm doing it for I'm doing it for the kingdom. I hear I'm here for souls, not for the salary. If God says for my family, then he'll be obeying, he'll put it towards his family. He's open to either way. He's not stubborn and saying, I got paid, it's for my family. He lets God know, is it for the kingdom? There's no price on kingdom. Kingdom is not a price. Kingdom is a selfless act of God obedience. It has nothing to do with money. And if you're stuck in the money aspect of kingdom, you're obviously not doing the righteous thing. It's the way it works. But too many people want to make Christianity a career, not a salvation. Christianity is not a career. It's a lifestyle. True. Follow me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So, before we end this thing, lead them. Is it really that time? Yes, it's that time. We got a few more. We got, well, I want you to get to the last point that, before we go off. That is, that's that's crazy, man. It doesn't even seem like that. Yeah, because we're, we're on a roll. So, let, let's just wrap the. Let me go ahead and just wrap this up and put a little bow tie on it there for everybody. All right? Very simple. As we've been talking, the way of the righteous there is the way of the righteous there leads to blessings. The way of the wicked leads to damnation. So, and not only in this life, but in the other life. Now let's be more, just let me be a little bit more blunt. You live for Jesus, you go to heaven. You live for the devil, you go to hell. It's very simple, okay? Now, God loves you enough to 
not want you to go to hell, but want you to go to heaven. And God has cleared us, gone ahead and cleared up as much of the way possible to, so that there's nothing that hinders you from getting saved. As much as possible there, because he wants you to be saved. He wants you to walk uh, in your purpose and in your destiny there. He wants you to walk with a purpose and a destiny and that is only found through Jesus Christ that is not found in the fleeting things that we deal with in, uh, that, that, uh, in life today there it's not found in fame money fortune it's not found in any of that not even found in the smaller things contentment and things like that it isn't it's only found in Jesus Christ and he loves you and he wants to see you have a relationship with him he wants you to enter into a relationship with him where you can truly truly experience all that he is and that he could truly show you all his whole entire heart and jesus wants to know you from the inside out he wants to know all of you that includes all the bad all the good and all the in-between everything about you and listen, let me go ahead and mention this to you. Jesus is not ashamed of anything that you've done. He's not ashamed of who you are. He's not ashamed of anything that you may be struggling with there. Jesus is Lord. And he is Lord over all those things. If you put them under, if you give them to him, everything about you, and again, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you give it all to him, and he becomes Lord over all of those things. What a Savior that we have, who is willing to take even the worst that we've ever been in our lives and be able to make something out of it. He is the master creator. He created the world in seven days. He created the universe in seven days. He can create something good out of what you give him no matter how bad it is but you've got to give your life over to him you've got to say i need you to come in jesus because i can't do this by myself i need you to forgive me and i need to start my life again so that you can be my lord and my savior so i want to pray with you right now if that is you and you want to experience what we've been talking uh, you want to have what we've been talking about you want to have this jesus that i've been telling you about this whole time then say this right now with me jesus i need you jesus i need you come into my life come into my life as my lord as my lord and my savior and my savior forgive me forgive me for all of my sins for all of my sins jesus jesus i give them to you i give them to you Thank you for taking them. Thank you for taking them. From me. From me. Jesus. Jesus. I want to live for you. I want to live for you. From now on. From now on. All my life. All my life. I give you everything. I give you everything. And I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. That you have accepted this. That you've accepted this. And I accept you. And I accept as my you. Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. In your precious name. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Now, let's pray for those people that heard that. Jesus, I pray, yes, Father. Lord, 
that you would give them a revelation of you. Yes, Father. That you would open up their eyes to see you yes, and fall in love with you. Yes, Jesus. Fall in love, not with a religion, no. not with rules, not with regulations, but with you. Yes, that they would see your heart, yes. your Father's heart, yes. and they would understand your Father's heart, yes. and they would follow that Father's heart with all of their might, all of their strength, all of their mind and power yes, in their in your precious name, Jesus. So we yes, pray Father. that over them right now. Yes, amen. amen. Amen and amen. Man, it's been a great show, guys fantastic you know building kingdom gatekeepers unveiled awesome stuff man I, I really can't i really can't speak enough about this series i mean it's really it's a really good series um guys really opened some doors on some stuff so you know when it really boils down to is we're trying to give the awareness that we didn't have back in the day we didn't have this awareness back in the day but we're not going to let people continuously fall into this type of nonsense okay we have the responsibility of awakening we're conscious and independent the only one that tells us what to do is god and we're conscious we, we, we bring we bring awareness to you okay whether or not it's political whether or not it's religious whether or not it's whatever it is we bring conscientious to you okay so Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to 21.8 Amplitude, 21.8 TV. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you said the prayer of salvation, go to our website, umolv.com. The number is there. The extension is there. You can get a hold of us. You can leave a message. Let us know. Um, no flow. Anything you want to add? Yes. Jesus is Lord. Boy, is he ever. And like I say after every show. Pentecost, because he paid it at all costs. We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. Love you. Take back again.